0: Hey, Wes, there's a lot of times that people want to head out fishing, get together with their buds. Mm -hmm. uh, But uh, many times somebody says, I don't have the cash. I don't
1: have the cast. So, you know,
0: (laughs) either way. Well, we're going to get to that. (laughs) So you either don't have the cash or don't have the cast. But we don't want to limit the world travel that's out there to that. And there's a little bit of... uh, I guess, encouragement in an upcoming movie. It was uh, chosen for the Fly Fishing Film Tour, the 2022 uh, version that's coming to Charlotte, North Carolina, March 23rd at the Visualite. And it is put forth uh, in in an effort between Dorsal Outdoors and Pop Fizz Productions. It's about a group of buddies that traveled the world, and we'll go through a list of some of the places they've fished. But one of the movies goes into Dan's pain. And we're going to find out about that movie. We're going to find out about Dorsal Productions, Dorsal Outdoors um, right now as we bring on Ben Meadows to the Carolina Outdoors. Ben, welcome.
2: Hey, guys. Thanks for having
0: me. Man, I think I totally just goofed up your whole introduction. (laughs) (laughs) But essentially, you're the director of Dan's Pain. And we're going to learn about that movie in just a moment. But before we do, Ben, will you talk to us about your group of buddies uh, that travel the world, the Bahamas, Panama, Belize, Tobago, East Cape, Cuba, Baja. Did I say Colombia? And I'm not talking about South Carolina. Oh, the other one. The other one, <laughs> Got South it. America. Before we get into talking about the F3T and Dan's pain and, and your direction of that, talk to us about fishing the world with a bunch of buddies on a shoestring budget
2: yeah i mean it, it is something that we're passionate about because it's all we've ever known so it started um my freshman year in in college on a late night bet between uh me and my buddy george uh basically we had been fishing in alabama growing up i had gotten into fly fishing recently and i was like you know man i want to keep on trying new places and travel in new places and he's like well that, you know, here's my laundry list of all the fish I want to catch. If you can find me anywhere in the world that has a $200 flight, I'll figure out the cash. I'll I, you know, I'll mow some extra lawns. I'll scrap it where I can get it, and then we'll go. And I was like, I called him the next morning, uh, and I was like, Hey, I'm gonna call you on your bet, man. Uh, let's do it. And um, that was kind of at the trough of the the recession, so flight prices were really cheap, and so we scooted on down to Belize. Uh, Hooked up with a local guy there, um, put the cash directly in his pocket so that we could kind of really keep our cost down, split a uh, a one-bedroom hotel four ways uh, amongst, uh, <laughs> among four guys to, again, save money. And, um, and yeah, and, and so now we're, we're 15 years in, and every year we, we devote a lot of time and planning and um, kind of just kind of get together on group calls to kind of get excited about what we're doing. But one of the things that, that stayed true is that, our budget hasn't changed. I mean, we it's been interesting, right? We started as kind of scrappy college students. Then we were, you know, young professionals still with not a lot of money. And then uh, most of us got married. And I have a little boy, a little toddler now. Uh, uh, one of the guys that you'll talk about, Dan Payne, he has two toddlers. And so um, there's just not a lot of slush for, for uh, extravagant trips. But it's really important for us uh, to do this kind of capstone trip every year. Um, it's something we look forward to. It's something that, like I said, we we plan for months on end because we've just learned that the the anticipation and planning is 90% of the fun. Sure, going to the place is really really exciting, and there's so many cool things that happen. But man, the anticipation and planning is is really where the sauce is, and I think that's what a lot of folks actually miss out on. Like that seems like a lot of work to plan and figure all this out. But man, there's there's so much fun in that. Um, just kind of figuring out, and once do you realize like you, the world can be your oyster if you'll just sink some time and elbow grease into it, man. There's just a lot of possibilities.
0: I think a lot of our listeners to the Carolina Outdoors can relate to that. But you talked about the initial four as as rough and tumble college kids, that sort of thing. Has the group over these decade and a half has it grown? Have you guys adopted more, or more people attracted in yeah. because they're like, hey, dude, I can do that. I can I can afford a uh, five hundred bucks. Does that happen? Yeah, so, so
2: over over time, the you know, people have kind of shifted it in and out, just kind of based on uh, what, where they want to spend their money and what they want to do. But, uh, yeah, we, we've seen recently that just kind of our group's grown a little bit. Um, you mentioned uh, Pop Fizz Productions earlier. Um, when we started doing videography, they were instrumental in um, training us up and sharing a lot of, you know, knowledge. And, and now I think I've got them hooked on <laughs> traveling the world and fishing as well and so this last time when we shot dan's pain i think we traveled with a crew of uh seven or eight i mean so so it was kind of the more the merrier
0: well and some of that came because dan's pain is not your first film and it's not your first uh uh, deal working with uh pop fizz productions because you had the the film imperfect 10 um before dan's pain and i think that was your first pop Fizz production uh, collaboration uh, with Dorsal Outdoors. Uh, is that where it started, at least working yeah, with them?
2: That is, that is the, that is the um, kind of catalyst for, for all the productions you've seen kind of all, on our website and where we're continuing to develop. Uh, basically, it was the 10-year anniversary of us taking that really crazy bet on, and going down to Belize. And so for our 10th trip, we thought it'd be mildly sentimental and kind of fun to go back to Belize. Um, and, and what we did was we structured the trip around all we had learned over the past 10 years. I mean, it sounds kind of, I don't know, maybe cliche, but we were like, man, there's three things that are important in a trip to us, uh, engaging with a local culture. That's very different from us, um, fishing somewhere that's exciting for us. And then just a little bit of edge of adventure, something that stretches our boundaries a little bit. And so what we did in Imperfect 10 is we went to three different locations in Belize, again, full on bootstrap um took a little panga out 30 miles into the middle of the caribbean sea that glovers the toll then we shot back over to hopkins belize which is this really cool um town on the mainland of belize and then uh polished up that at, at uh, ambergus key which is a well-known uh fishing area and in each area again was just kind of showing that those three kind of cornerstones of, of what we do and so we wanted to put a film together that kind of we wanted to inspire more folks to go out and do it. Because we're like, we're not the only ones who can do this. We don't have, you know, a certain right to it or anything like that. We we know other folks can do it. And, man, anytime I bump into somebody who I talk fly fishing or anything to, um, they're always like, oh, man, I wish I could do this. And, and usually my urge is, like, you can. Like, just pick your head up. Think about how you can keep costs down. Think about what's important to you. If you don't care about lodging, man, there's places you can stay that are $30 a night. So save the money where you can and put it to the priorities you do have. And um, like I was saying earlier, put some elbow grease into it. And so, yeah, uh, Pop Biz was just super uh, generous there. Just a talented group of guys. Um, And so uh, we collaborated and shot Imperfect Tim that year. And then, yeah, it's been a catalyst for uh, film production ever since.
1: You know, Belize is one of my favorite destinations in the entire world, and I love getting people excited to go down there. But let's talk about Dan. Dan, <laughs> yeah. Dan clearly has a problem, um, so much so that Dan has to leave Louisiana to go to Columbia, South America, Bill, not South Carolina. <laughs> oh,
0: man, just down 77. I know. Can you imagine? Oh. There's, <laughs> yeah.
1: there's no lizard's thicket in Columbia, South America. What is the impetus for the story? Tell us about Dan and and what we're going to see next week when we pile into the Light Theater fly, for the Fly Fishing Film Tour to watch Dan's Pain.
2: Yeah, so strap in for a wild one, guys. This is this one's a lot of fun. It is um, 100% authentic. There's nothing that's really been forced in the story. Um, it is just a kind of a, a ramshackle, fun story. So the lead character is a guy named Dan. Um, he is a construction engineer on the coast of Alabama, and um, God bless him, he just doesn't have good luck when it comes to fishing. <laughs> well you know, anything else in the world. You know he's he's hardworking. He's fun loving. He can he, you know laughs at himself. He's just a fun guy to be around at all times. He's one of our best friends. But man, fish hate him. Just it's just it's uncanny how bad of luck he has. Um, and it started in um, uh, Louisiana. Um, we had a three day trip where we we had taken down a, a, a one of my buddy's boats. We were going to go around on the marsh and look for redfish. Day one, we found fish. They just wouldn't eat, which is weird for redfish. Day two, Dan got called into a meeting, so he had to drive all the way back to get to a meeting. That's when my buddy and I caught a bunch of rest fish. <laughs> and <laughs> then Dan was super excited that we got it locked in. He comes back for day three and uh can't catch a fish. None there's just none to be found or none that are willing to bite. And uh he just continues to repeat that luck. Uh in Columbia, I won't spoil too much, but um there's just a peak scene that I think everybody will really enjoy where he is in a school of thousands of breaching tuna and um, I'll just leave it if things don't go right.
1: <laughs> so what part of Colombia are we in cuz you know I think a lot of people the geography gets a little funny. Colombia is unique in that you have Caribbean and you have Pacific, but neither one is necessarily where I think a lot of people imagine tuna much less what you just described.
2: Yeah, yeah. So and and, and let me let me do this on the air. Let me give Colombia a wonderful shout out. We have uh we we've, we've been three times as a group it is a beautiful wonderful country um they the, the folks there are inviting warm friendly love talking to folks from the states um you know we, we the folks who have hosted us at the eco hotel that we stayed at you know they've jokingly called us their. you know they they wanted to be our second home they want us to come home to columbia so just that, that's the vibe. Southern hospitality. Is, is can be a worldwide thing if you look in the right places. Absolutely. But so 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 back to the the, the the geography. You're on the west coast of Colombia, in a um in a town that is north of Bahia Solano. So Bahia Solano is kind of the the sport fishing capital of uh, the Pacific coast of Colombia. There's just a lot of great operations that run out of there. Um, and we stayed about um, 15 minutes north on a little beach uh, uh, village called Makana. Uh, and there's a little eco hotel there that ho- owns a, like a um a nature reserve that goes back into these cloud um, rainforests that is also on a black sand beach. I mean, I don't know if you can't – I don't know what else is paradise, but I think that's it. Um, and, and and the thing is about this, uh, you know, beautiful little eco-hotel, they take a special pride in the food they make. So you're going to get wonderful food, um, wonderful folks who are going to host you in just one of the most beautiful places on Earth. And then, then of course, yeah, there's the fishing. Um, and so basically uh, they have these large – Uh, pelagic migrations of uh tuna and sailfish uh marlin and 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 sometimes dorado that come through and um yeah we were actually just trying to go down there to time up the time where uh sailfish come through that area um the sailfish weren't there so we had to kind of adjust and make do um there was these boiling schools of tuna that were popping up on bait and um we wanted to get after them with a a fly rod It's, it's it's an intense way to do it but we all love it and um yeah, I don't, I don't want to fool too much from Dan's Payne, but uh, there were guys who were successful, um, and there were guys who were um, not not successful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our guest is Ben Meadows. He is the director of the official selection of the 2022 Fly Fishing Film Tours' Dan's Pain, produced by Dorsal Outdoors and Pop Fizz Productions. He is on hand with Wes Lawson and Bill Barty and this will be at Charlotte's version of the F3T held at the Visualite. Tickets are on hand at Jesse Brown's and at the F3T website. They'll also be sold at the Visualite on Wednesday, March 23rd. The doors open at 530. We have an in-person artist, Brian Hester, on hand who's going to be painting live uh, 6x4 canvas while Fudd McKinney is on stage with live music. That is all the way up until the 7 p.m. showtime for the Fly Fishing Film Tour. So, you know, saltwater fly
1: fishing presents all kinds of opportunities for adventure and misadventure. And the species that you just named, sailfish, marlin, tuna, regardless of the species, and dorado will all humble an angler, even if you're successful. I mean, you are in it for a fight. What species of tuna are you seeing when you go to Columbia?
2: Yeah, sorry for the lack of specificity. No, you're fine. It's yellowfin tuna. And so they, they come, what we can kind of tell is they migrate from north to south. They're coming from uh, basically riding the Humboldt current, current down from Panama following bait. And so it's this interesting thing of wherever the tuna were yesterday, follow them maybe a couple miles south and you'll find them again. Um, now, it's still fishing. There's plenty of days where that, didn't, that science didn't hold true. But we were predominantly chasing uh, yellowfin tuna. Uh, we did see a couple of sails. There was actually a moment where we had a eat sail a teaser in 30 feet of water. So you're just off the rocks looking for Cubera snapper. You're looking for um, jacks and roosterfish. And wouldn't you know when, you know, a 150-pound sailfish breaks the water and, and loses it. Now, again, this is not actually covered in the film, so I can say it on air. Uh, Dan's the one who has the rod in his hand, and Dan is the one who breaks it off. So, uh, again, the guys, just four guys just cursed.
1: You know, there aren't many times when an angler would be Upset about something other than a rooster fish showing up. And that's an incredible fish, pound for pound. It's a real fighter. It's beautiful. But when you do have a sailfish in 30 feet of water right there, you're kind of in it now. You were, were, we're jumping all in. So when you've got a group of guys like this on a trip like that, how many boats are y'all taking? And what's when does the camaraderie stop? When does it stop being fun? Because I've done four guys in a hotel room. I've been in a hotel room in Belize with four or five people.
0: That can get a little iffy. But on a boat, when we're getting competitive, what's that like? Well, and and let me piggyback with Wes, Ben, because you're also the director of the film. So you're kind of in – you're the Steven Spielberg. Actually, you're probably more like the Clint Eastwood uh, or Kevin Costner. Um, So I'll leave it at that as you answer Wes's question with my piggyback.
2: Yeah, it's hard to downplay it. I I think I'm less Spielberg and less uh, Eastwood and more just dad of
1: the trip whether, <laughs> whether that's
2: <laughs> settling uh any kind of disputes which are usually minimum uh organizing logistics making sure everybody's happy because here's the thing is that you know i'm doing some of the videography work some of the photography work uh had two guys who were really talented at doing the videography um uh, with me on this trip um so making sure that they're happy well taken care of we actually shot another film in columbia a couple years back had really rough conditions and, um, the guys operating the cameras, you know, spent most of the time to it. And, and I, and like, personally, I take a lot of that guilt on myself. Like it, it felt like they couldn't be at their best because I didn't adequately prepare them. But the cool thing with this recent production is we completely changed up the gear we were doing so that that wasn't an issue. And, and then, I mean, they, they brought back some just absolutely amazing shots, um, from from the setting. So anyway, back back to the boats. So um, when, when you're there, you've got a, lar- a little bit larger than your typical fly fishing vessel. These are these are actually for spin fishing. So we were running two boats and putting three anglers on each boat. Um, obviously, when we travel, you know, for flat fishing, right, you're going to have max of two anglers on a, on a panga, and that, and that you can't do anything about that. Um, <laughs> that all comes together uh, when it comes to camaraderie. And, and I'll just be honest: uh, a lot of times camaraderie can be a function of of how the fishing is going, right? If the fishing isn't going really well, people can kind of start getting tense with one another just because expectations aren't aligned. Um, but, but I think the, the, the relief valve there is that the group of guys we have uh, run the spectrum on how seriously they take fishing um, and how like seriously they, they enjoy being in a different country. And, and just because there's this weird mix, it allows, you know, if someone's really grumpy about how the fishing's not going their way, it allows for a little more uh, playful banter uh, from some folks to, to call them back to reality. of Like, hey, man, rem- quick reminder, you're on a beach in Colombia with some of the best food you've ever had in your life in one of those beautiful areas on Earth, and you're going around and fishing. So, you know, it sucks that you're not, you know, seeing the fish you want to see, but let's let's remember reality here. Uh, this is this is a blessed spot to be in, and this is a, a blessed thing to be doing. So let, let's not get a little too... Uh, uh, pissy about the fishing, Well, <laughs> that uh, makes any sense.
0: One thing that comes to mind is I, I think in one of your pre- previous films uh, with your partner George Constantine in there, I, I think he is casting, um, casting, 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 and our listeners out there may relate to this and not catching anything, no strikes, perfect cast. He's really working the line for these tarpon on a previous trip, and um, and finally, he he does his cast and says, you know, I'm out, and he hands the rod to his boatmate, who, as soon as he hands it over, George walks uh, to sit down to get a drink, and um, the fish hooks up. Push that guy off the <laughs> boat right now! <laughs> and he's like, take the take the rod. <laughs> You're kidding me. So uh, that reminds me kind of 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 Dan's Pain as well, the movie that Ben Meadows. Is, has directed, being the dad of these trips, produced by Dorsal Outdoors and Pop Fizz Productions. It will be on hand March 23rd at the Visualite. Ben, you're too cool to come on here. Plus, we love your southern accent because guess what? It sounds like our southern accent. <laughs> and oftentimes the Fly Fishing Film Tour has our friends from the west, our friends from the northeast, our friends from other places around the world. But you talk like us.
2: Man, I, I joke when I when I come on stage. Uh, I've, I've I've really enjoyed going to a couple of these FBT stops. Um, it's just I was I was really excited. I got to go to the Denver stop last night, and um, the 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 energy in the film tour is electric. Folks are hooting hollering like it's a it's a. Um, well, I'm 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 going to be careful. on saying my sports teams here. Let's just say it's a college. Your favorite college football team. We won't name names, uh, but it's it's like one of those games, that people are, you know, hooting and hollering about you know. Um, this fish species or that fish species and and it's just an electric atmosphere and and then I get, i'll get up on stage and then realize that i am a little bit of a fish out of, out of water right um i'm talking to a bunch of folks in denver who are uh top, you know <laughs> tried and true trout anglers and and i'm kind of a alabama bass bum and so i'm like okay well can anybody you know understand me through my southern accent let's do this <laughs>
0: well you <laughs> know it, uh
2: I think y'all will be really encouraged. There, there are. There's a film from Virginia this year. There's a film um, that that is, is placed in Costa Rica, but it's from a guy who's from North Central Florida. Um, so, so your your listeners can get really excited about the FBC this year. Um, there, there's going to be some some uh, uh, voices they can relate to and hopefully get really excited about.
1: Well, like Louis Guzard once said, God talks like we do.
0: <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and it probably serves the purpose of the F3T, which uh, is inclusiveness and in, in adding more and more and more people to the sport of fly fishing. Because the more we have, the more uh, we can speak to the concerns that are all out there. Ben Meadows, man, we really appreciate your time here on the Carolina Outdoors.
2: Yeah, guys, thanks, thanks so much for having me. I hope everybody who goes out to the F3T enjoys not only our film, but the entire slate of films. It's a blast. Uh, tell everybody to have have a great time during intermission. Um, they give out a, a lot of great uh, prizes typically, um, and, and man, it's just a blast. So just, I hope everybody in in the is excited about this event. It's it's truly something special.
0: We are pumped up for it. Get out there. Keep making movies for us to talk about here on the Carolina Outdoors. We appreciate it, and thank you much, Ben Meadows. Off he goes, and Wes, off we go. But just for a second, got to come back here and wrap this thing up called the Carolina Outdoors. You got it. We'll be back after this.